Hey ladies, I'm Tori and I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hello, hello, happy Wednesday. It's Podcast Wednesday, Wendy. Podcast Wednesday. I loved it, actually. That was phenomenal. Happy. I mean, believe it or not, I didn't plan that. I know. That's why it was so phenomenal. I'm very proud of you. Um, happy, happy, happy Podcast Wednesday. We are so glad you guys are here. I am Tori, and I'm with my beautiful, brilliant co-host, Wendy. How are you doing, Wendy girl? I am tired. <laughs> I'm on right. two and a half hours of sleep. My dog had diarrhea, so I'm living it up. That is awful. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's yeah, no. Babies and dog babies and puppies, no thank you. Like, like, oh, I prefer baby because then it's contained in a diaper. But I'm not trying to go out like at like three o'clock in the morning. So I put the dog in the bathroom and uh, let's just say I had quite a mess to clean up at three o'clock in the morning. By the way, I didn't leave the dog in the bathroom the entire time just to, you know, do his business because I figure it's the bathroom. So it's okay. It's not. It's not okay. I should have just went outside. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But desperate times calls for desperate measures. You were tired. You're like, I'm just going to put this puppy in this bathroom so it can be contained. I understand. And who would have thought dogs don't actually use the toilet? So it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so happy I thought that through. All right. What are you sipping on today, lady? Well, to keep it, give me some energy. I am sipping on my protein shake. And yeah, I'm not really sipping on it. I'm chugging this thing down. It ain't nice. that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, just go down. Just Just get it down. Let it do what it needs to do so that I can get some energy back up, you know, make it work, marinate. Work, Work. just do what you got to do. What you sipping on? Your cup is so cute. Isn't it? It says it's an add to cart kind of day. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that cute? (laughs) I got it from Target. It's adorable. Um, I need to know how many mugs you have. I actually recently took a lot to the thrift store, so you would be super proud. Yeah. I don't have that many anymore. Are you becoming a minimalist? No. Oh, okay. Just checking. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Not at all. I will. I'm an essentialist. Like, Mm. I want that is essential to me, I'll have. And when I was looking at my mugs, I just was starting to feel like all of these aren't essential, so I can get rid of some of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we let's do an episode on minimalism versus essentialism because I'm legit. I, I want to talk about it because I think it I think it would be a good conversation. I think so, too. As, okay. uh, and in the meantime, I'll research and see which one I am. And <laughs> such a you're a, you're a minimalist. You think? Yeah, because you prioritize like having the bare minimum over like beauty and beautiful things i prioritize no 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 i prioritize things that i actually need and love and like like over everything like beauty over clutter over everything like it has to be like something that i love and i need and i'm using 
like if it's just beautiful to just be there yeah <laughs> yeah you're a minimalist <laughs> this is a good conversation we got this you're right you're right you're right you're right you're have right. you have you read the book essentialism no i just heard about it from you just now oh it's so good it's so good okay all right I'll, um, in the meantime i'll read it honestly you're probably a little bit of both but yeah you should read it in the meantime and then we'll have this conversation yes yes okay all right ladies i'm just drinking coffee in my cute mug by the way um it is like two o'clock and i'm drinking coffee so go tori and i haven't her no, not my first cup and no water, completely dehydrated and happy. <laughs> but at the end of the day, happiness matters. Exactly. And hello, I'm going to chug a whole bunch of water at five o'clock to even it all out. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's how it works, but you know, we just got to, some, some days we just got to survive. All right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, girl. Now, Tori. What are we transitioning into right now, Tori? Consumption luncheon. Okay, ladies. So this segment, Consumption Munchin, Wendy and I will take turns sharing anything that we've been consuming, anything that's been life-changing, or any seeds that our minds have just kind of been marinating on. Uh, so it can be from a book, from a TV show, from a movie, from a conversation, from something that happened in life. Anything that we've kind of been munching on, we're going to yes. share. It is time for Consumption Munchin. That's <laughs> right. All right, ladies. So today on Consumption Munchin, I wanted to bring up one of my oldies but goodies, and it is Reset Your Child's Brain, a four-week plan to end meltdowns, raise grades, and boost social skills. Now, this book is so, so good, and it talks about screens and how a lot of times Children are being diagnosed with ADHD and bipolarism and autism and all these things, which those are real things, but there are times that screens exacerbate those things. And a lot of times parents are having behavioral issues and they're dealing with everything else besides the screens. And so she breaks down a four-week plan which I'm not going to lie, guys, is not easy because three weeks of it is completely, it's like a screen detox. So it's completely screen free. So we're talking about like scheduling activities every day for three weeks to take place of the times when there were screens. But all that to say, it's a really good book because the beginning part breaks down the science behind it. And then the ending part breaks down the actual plan of how you go about it. I personally have seen a lot of, some kids are more screen sensitive than others. I have one child, she ain't changed. She was the same person before the experiment. She the same person after. And I have another one who drastically changed his temperament, the, the way that he um, can focus on his schoolwork. He excels off of screens. On screens, there is this constant battle in everything. He's just very screen sensitive. And I had no idea before we did this experiment. So I definitely recommend it because 
this, in my opinion, is the easier fix rather than medications and therapies and all the things. So if you can, if just by eliminating screens and then slowly, the thing is there is a reintroduction process. So it's not like no screens for the rest of your life, but there is a reintroduction process in which you slowly reintroduce and see how much screens your child can actually tolerate because he can tolerate a certain amount, but past a certain point, it's, it's over. But yeah, definitely check it out. I will have it linked in the show notes. It's reset your child's brain. I feel like everyone needs that right now. My sisters just sent me a text and one of them, she was like, I'm so tired of Mm -hmm. looking at screens because it really is a lot of our life right now with everything being virtual. So I feel like everybody needs that. I know A huge thing that's been helping me just get away from the screens is our nature walks, even in the winter. I am a little Southern than some people, but even if it's like 40 degrees, we just put those jackets on and we get out there. Remember, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. And um, my, which we're going to talk about in today's episode, my ritual of reading, um, has been just so amazing to and like reading physical books, not ebooks and like really spending time, like an hour just sitting and reading, um, has been so helpful without the screens. So I feel like even adults could benefit from that book, Wendy. Yes, 100%. And the thing that she mentions is that, yeah, even as adults, we've got these addictions and we've got these things going on and they're hard for us. Now, can you imagine a child's brain that is just developing and how these things are warping their brains and how these screens, and she also mentions how screens are different now than they were when we were a kid. Because I know people are like, I watch TV all the time as a kid and that was fine. The, the, the HD change things up. Like it's a lot different now than it was when we were a kid. It's not the same type of, and it's not the same type of speed and the same type of input and stuff like that, especially when it comes to like gaming in comparison to watching a show. It it goes into details, but the point is not to shame us parents, but it's to help us realize where we can help our children do better. That's it. Right. Right. That's awesome. All right. That wonderful book will be linked below. And I definitely think I need to get my hands on it. (laughs) Okay. So today, ladies, we are talking about the art of daily practices, what that means, what that looks like for us, some things that we're really, really good at practicing daily and some things that were really not so good. And we want to get better at practicing daily. So First, I just want to kind of clarify what a daily practice is. The Googler says, a daily practice is the formal way that you may pay daily attention to something that is important to you. You can have more than one daily practice. If several things are important to you, say writing your novel, maintaining your recovery from an alcohol addiction, and practicing yoga. So really, A daily practice is anything that you put your mind to, to do every day. And the reason why that is so important is because when you do something every day, you get better at it. When you do something every day, that habit starts to live in you, that habit becomes you. And, you know, oftentimes people have these big goals. I want to, I want to start a YouTube channel. 
And then they're like, what do I do? <laughs> and the simple answer is you just do it. You, you do it a little bit every day and then voila. So Wendy, let's start with one to two things that were really good. Like if I asked you like, what is a daily practice that you do every day and you never skip it and you're so proud of how disciplined you are with it? It probably doesn't even feel like a discipline anymore because you do it so much. What would it be? Does it have to be a good practice or can it be a bad practice too? No, it can be anything because come to think of it, the one practice <laughs> like, that I do I'm like, <laughs> I, I lose my temper every day. No, kidding, kidding. I, like the one thing that I do, you guys, every day without thinking is make my cup of coffee. <laughs> like, like that is the one thing, right? If we're talking daily, that's, that's what it is. My daily practice that I do without fail every single day is get on my phone and check some sort of social media every Ooh, single talking about us. Day. She's calling everybody out. What? <laughs> every single day. Like, I don't think there is not a day that I haven't checked some social media. That is so bad. Like, even I'll go days without checking Instagram. Or I'll go days without checking YouTube, but never once will I go like without checking either one or, or Marco Polo. I'm Marco Polo every day. Like it ain't nobody business. Dang. You got me reevaluating myself. Yeah. Okay. So wait, I don't count YouTube as social media. That's so interesting. YouTube to me is a very informative platform. Like if I'm on it, I'm either doing my workout on it or I'm doing some homeschool research on it or I'm watching Joe Rogan. Like I actually, I never even pin YouTube. I pin it more as like TV. I think, you know what? YouTube is trying to become more social media, you know, with their community tabs and with their like stories and stuff. So they're trying to become more social media, but yes, they are a search engine, but I guess what I meant by social media is more of the addiction practice of checking my phone, being on my phone all the time. <laughs> These little buggers. It's yeah. really annoying, isn't it? I, th- I would love to go a day with like just one day where I don't turn it on for the entire day. Like from morning, to, like, like I skip like a 24 hour window. What would my life be like? Like, would I be able to get in touch with my husband? Like, will I know where he is? <laughs> well, you know what I did this weekend? I put it on airplane mode because I still wanted to listen to my music. Mm -hmm. So I put it on airplane mode and everything else was off and it was fabulous. So maybe start there. Like if music is, I like, I love having my jazz music in the background. I love having my work, like music is a big part of my home. So I needed my music. But other than that, like I can go, I don't want to read your text messages. I don't want to talk on the phone right now. I want to disappear and that's okay. (laughs) So you do this often or that was the first time that you did it? Okay. Well, I like on the weekends, I try my hardest and it's like a treat to not be on social media. So I try not to post like on Saturdays, um, or Fridays that much, um, and then I, I kind of come back in on Sunday with a post, but I love to not be active. On but not Sunday. just social media. I'm talking about like just putting the phone on airplane mode because you're not getting text messages and, and you're not getting phone calls. Like it's like, you know, I mean, besides the music, which 
you could even get off of your computer. Like you do that often or that was your first time? No, I do it often. Oh, that sounds lovely. And it is. It's really refreshing. And here's the thing, guys. I know we all like to think that we're that important, but nine times out of 10, an emergency isn't going to happen and no one's calling you. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way the cookie crumbles, right? It's true. And then if I were to do it in a way where it's like my husband's phone is still on. So it's like if you need somebody, call him or. um, Or the I. The, I, I'm pretty sure like if you have an iPad that's on Wi-Fi, yeah. then people can, you know, if it's yeah. really an emergency, I have my computer and iPad. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do that just because I don't like things to control me, which is why I gave up coffee. Like I drink coffee now because I want to drink coffee, not because I need to drink coffee, but I do need to drink. That's my second daily practice, liquid IV. I drink that every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I love the fact that it forces me to drink more water. I love mm-hmm. the fact that it, I don't crash. I, I I love my liquid IV. Okay, well, maybe the turning off your phone or putting it on airplane mode for a couple hours can be your what you hope to become a daily practice. Yes. That yeah. would be good. I'm kind of on game with that because I do it on the weekends, but even like I might do it, like let's do it, Wendy. Let's do it Monday. I'm Would excited. You, you and I did do that. We turned our phones off. Yeah, completely. what happened? We need to keep doing that. You want to keep doing that? Yes, for school time. We like yep. turn it off completely. And like, even if we like want to post something or something like that, we just record it and mm. then post it later or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I love yeah, that. Let's do that. Let's do that starting tomorrow. Yes. Okay. My one daily practice that I am really good at now is reading at nighttime. I light my candles. I turn on my jazz music and I read. And my goal was to just read for 20 minutes, but I'm literally reading like up to an hour now. Just stay. I put the kids to bed and it's like reading time. And it's so, I don't watch TV at night and I don't really watch TV hardly at all anymore. I really don't understand how people have time for TV, but I, um, well, I guess if I didn't read, that would be my time, but I'm really proud of my reading practice and I just want to keep it up because I got through four out of five of my January reads and that's, I'm just so proud of that. How do you get to the point that by the end of the night, you're not just completely dead tired, that reading would just put you to sleep. Like, because that's my issue. Like, I'm just so drained that I'm, and I'm not even drinking coffee. I'm just so drained that I'm just crashing by the end of the night. Like, if I opened a book, it would be to fall asleep and drool in it. No, yeah. If I read in my bed, that would be the case. So that's, mm -hmm. (laughs) that's why, like, I make it this whole ritual thing where I'm like, in my library room, I light my candles, I make it, I turn on my jazz music, and then I that's my trick to not mm, falling asleep. I like that. I like yeah. that. That's smart. That's so smart. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, another thing that I put is it's funny. I feel like I'm very controlled in my evening and I'm very controlled in my morning. So my morning is also a time where my daily practice is like you wake up slow. There's no rush. You prepare for homeschool. You go downstairs. You prepare the kitchen. That is something that I have like down. Like it's just what I do with no question. And I really enjoy that as well. 
Mm-hmm. I have gotten mm-hmm. off of my morning rituals. I'm really disappointed in myself. I'm so excited to get back on it this month. Like I miss it. I miss it so much. Well, like morning rituals it, are everything. Was it the puppy? Is that what got you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, guys. It's like having a newborn baby. I know. I, when you when you got the puppy, I was like, oh my god, it's so cute, and oh my god, I'm so happy. I'm not hurt. <laughs> they're so hard it's still super hard but i'm just like i feel so lost you know i'm you know i I love a good routine i know when when you said that my heart broke for you what like my morning routine is gone so that means i haven't exercised reading my bible finding time to read my bible just finding time to like breathe make plans for the day like just like i just wake up like boom and it's like it's like I just gave birth again without planning it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. I'm excited for you to get back to that because you guys daily practices ground you. They make you feel like, okay, I can do this. And it really is d- one day at a time, you guys. So whatever it is, if you want to read a book, if you if your goal is to read one book for the month, yeah. read every day. If your goal is to run and to lose weight by running, then run every day, right? It's the daily things that we do, like picking up our phone that ends up shaping us. And I know we're all guilty of picking up our phone and think about how much, instead of picking up our phone, think about all the other things we could be doing, you know? Yeah. And one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to tie things to picking up my phone because I know that picking up my phone is a daily practice. So now before, like if I go to pick up my phone, ah, that it's going to be, did you read? Did you do this first? Did you do that first? And that way it's like a gratification thing. Like, yes. Okay. I did what I needed to do and now I can pick up the phone. So I'm, I'm good about tying things in together. That way it can actually, become a daily practice. But I love what you said about like just setting the mood and setting the scene like for everything. Even even if it's exercising, like make sure your shoes laid out, your clothes ready because Lord knows by the time you got the clothes on and you found the shoes, it's like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> right. And and actually you're onto something, Wendy. So yeah, set the atmosphere physically and mm-hmm. mentally. Like put it in your mind. Put it in in your heart. Okay. Today I'm going to read because I know that if I don't read today, I'm going to be so upset with myself at the end of the month that I didn't get through a book or today I'm going to work out because that's important to me, you know, just finding. And, you know, we talk about we're all the hoods, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like when maybe even attaching a daily practice to a specific hood yes. would be beneficial too, right? Like, yes. what's, a, what's a good daily practice we could do with parent, with mothering? With motherhood? And this is honest because it's, it's in my mind. I want to, I'm not a physical person. So for me physically, I want to make sure that I take the time to like hug and wrestle and play and I was kiss just gonna, on every yes. single day with each one. So you, y'all know that's like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So just making sure that I take the time to do that because it's not natural, you know? So that is... I need to to do that. So yeah, I definitely think when it comes to motherhood, 
just anything that can be pouring into your kids' love language is on point. Yeah, no, I agree. I was going to say when you were saying that, definitely play. I'm going to play with my kids, get on their level, wrestle with them, play a video game with them. Um, yep. Really do a daily practice of play and yes. not what I want to do necessarily, but, <laughs> but getting in their world and doing what they want to do. So guilty of what I want to do. Like, why you want to do that? That's not fun. Let's, let's, mommy tired. Let's just read a book. Come, right? come sit next to me. <laughs> right? Cuddle with me. I can always read to you. And they're like, no. <laughs> what you mean you want to wrestle? I'm too old for that. My bones hurt. <laughs> so yes, definitely what they want to do. Letting just each one of them know that they're valuable. What they want matters. And I love that. I love that. So what do you have for uh, womanhood? Ooh, um... Honestly, for womanhood, I would say, I think every woman would benefit from this. Journaling, at least, like, I'm going to say daily, even if it's just one sentence, Mm -hmm. journaling what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your heart, where are you as an individual, writing it down. Because it's so easy, Tori, for us to forget ourselves and to just move. Because, I mean, we got to move. We got a lot of things we got to do. And so who got time to sit down and think about how they feeling? It's so important to do that. I 100%. I love that. I love the journaling. That's a good idea. Absolutely. Okay. What about wifehood? Ooh, wifehood. All right. Well, honestly, I had a couple of friends that I reached out to uh, this past week. So we ride on the money and (laughs) (laughs) ride on the money um, because my husband made a comment and I didn't like it. He was like, oh, um, I, I, I. Like, he made a comment like he knows he's not a priority. Like, what you mean? That's so sad. So I was like, okay, guys, how can I make him a priority? And so we've been holding each other accountable of just doing one thing that makes your spouse happy, that just shows that you are thinking of them every single day. Just one thing, because we do a bazillion things for our kids, so or for ourselves, or for work, or whatever the situation is. Just one thing for your significant other. So he loves the bed being made. Now, I know you make your bed every day, Tori, but I love my bed being worn. It like I love to crawl into my bed at all points throughout the day. What? <laughs> really? It's always something with you. Really? I, I, you know I like being comfy. I love crawling into my bed. Like if I'm being stressed out with the kids, I'll just go lay in my bed. Like I just <laughs> in my bed. Or I'll be like, come gather, gather, gather. Let's all gather in my bed. Like I love being in my bed. It's like your safety net. Come on, guys. <laughs> The day's too hard. Let's just get in the bed. I love it. But like for him, he likes coming home to like a nice, fixed, warm bed. And I'm always like, you be all right. It's sleep the same. <laughs> but you know, you know, that shows that he's not a priority. So every single day this week, I am proud to say seven days I have woken up, fixed that bed. And every time I walk by it, I cry, shed a little tear. <laughs> Because I can't climb in it. And I grab my robe and I put my robe around it. And I say, I'll see you later. I'll see you later, babe. 
could just give it a kiss, go lay on the couch. I love that you reached out to your friends, that you guys are keeping each other accountable. That could have gone a whole different way. You could have been like, well, guess what? You're not. You're not because I have stuff that I'm doing, right? You could have like, blown up on your whole kids. Right, right. Instead, you really leaned into your community. I think that's beautiful. And it goes with communicating with your spouse. Like, and when they say things, hearing them and not taking them so personal, even though that is such a personal thing, girl, remove yourself and be like, okay, how can I serve this human? I love that, Wendy. That's beautiful. Parenthood, womanhood, motherhood, friend, friendship, friendship, yes, let's do this. I read a poem and um, it was saying how like, as you get older, you really do need to put the effort into your friendships. Like, don't, Mm -hmm. I know we're all tired. Adulthood equals being tired. However, put in the effort, call a girlfriend, text her, really reach out to them outside of Instagram, outside of social media, call your girlfriends, let them know if there's recently, I had to reach out to a friend where I thought like her and I kind of just stopped talking and had to make sure I didn't offend her because it was on my heart, you know? So, and I didn't offend her and we ended up talking and life just got busy for both of us. So we kind of stopped talking, but reach out to your friends, to your friends. They matter. Yes. 100% agree. And even if it's not a daily practice, that can be a weekly practice that you do. Like every Friday I reach out to a friend or family member because Lord knows we can go months without talking to cousins and aunts and stuff like that. So 100% agree. I love that. Absolutely. Yay. Okay. Well, that's really all I have to say about daily. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?